Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Forever. Dog. Rose and Jamie are two best friends. And they love sex and the city. And they couldn't help but wonder. Do you love it too? Carrie. Miranda. Samantha. Charlotte. Cosmos. Emotions. Cheese. So many dudes. Every single dude. dude. All the dudes. And we couldn't help but wonder. Jamie Lee and Rose Cerno. I'm Jamie Lee and I'm Rose Cerno. And this is Couldn't, Couldn't Help, Help But, but wonder. wonder, a podcast where we talk about sex in the city and how it relates to, to us. us. Hi, oh Jamie. God. Hi, television star, star of The Wedding Coach, my new favorite show, Jamie Lee. Oh, that's so nice. Wait, Who the hell? Oh. Wait, hold on. I think I accidentally muted you. I'm on a new computer. Nope, you're back. I hear you. Say something. Jamie, who the you're hell back. Were you She's this back. Week? Um <laughs> I was Steve Jobs. I understand computers. No, I um I who was I? Ooh, who was I? Oh, I was Smith Jared because he had a little play premiere. Remember? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, yeah. yeah it was and weird, I, like waiting for Godot. Yep. Yeah. When he was naked. Yeah. I wasn't naked. He was I'm, naked for Godot. Yeah. He was you naked were for naked Godot. Emotionally. I was emotionally naked. Yeah. And um, I was emotionally naked on my new television show, Woo-hoo! The Wedding Coach, which is now streaming on Netflix. And uh, yeah, it actually has been like a very strange sort of emotional week. How has it been, um, Jamie? How do you feel? Uh, I don't really know. I feel very present, strangely, awesome. like every a very minute to minute. Um, I've also got my second shot this week. Woo-hoo! So I was like kind of like celebrating internally while also feeling chills and um, like I Are was getting sure the flu. you sure that wasn't the chills of fame? <laughs> it was not fame chills. <laughs> Um, but fame, but guys, fame is chill, though. I just want to be clear. <laughs> no. Um. So anyways, yeah, I don't know. It was just very strange to be like kind of like enjoying the ride and then also like feeling like absolute dog shit from the shot. It was pretty bad for you. I mean, I think people definitely had it worse, but, you know, it's just exactly what you keep hearing. I got really, really, really tired. Like I had mono. Same. Oh, wow. And for then just um, it started the, the I got my shot in the morning. It started that night and then it, it continued the entire day until about. I would say like around 10 p.m. last night, I was like, I think I'm fine now. 
Like it kind of just stopped immediately. I was like, oh, I think that's over. So yeah, but I, anyways, yeah. So have but, you uh, like watched your show with anyone special and like celebrated or? I've, I have been watching it. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, celebrating it, I guess when it came out like that day, um, my manager sent me a cake with my face on it, which was oh. hilarious. And I got a bunch of champagne sent from various different things. So like, I definitely was like kind of like drinking and celebrating. Um, yeah, that was really fun. Yeah. Really like the day it came out felt like Christmas. Like it had a Christmas morning feel where like you wake up and you're like, it's here. Like, and I can go unwrap my presents. Like it really had that feeling. So yeah, I mean, it's just been so long since I made it. I feel like Netflix is doing a great job of promoting. It was the first thing I saw when I turned on Netflix. Really? Oh, that's great. That's great, Rose. That's so good for me to know. Fuck the backdrop. Holy shit. That is so good for me to hear because I I have no idea. The press has been awesome. The press has been really good. Okay, wait. You, oh my God. I have to send you. Wait, did you read the one star, Skylar? I did. It's not very kind. (laughs) It's so mean that it's, I actually kind of am obsessed with it now. Who? She's like British. And it would be one thing if she like ripped into specifics that felt constructive and like you know like really like explaining why like okay this is you know this is why i find wedding wedding shows to be problematic or something a think piece it literally in the headline just says this show is extremely loud and and incredibly gross or something like that she definitely called it loud and gross and honestly i think that's a little old it's definitely misogynistic yeah i hope she listens to this she definitely is obsessed with you i'm sure she does she did write she did write a wedding book she did yeah yeah my friend did a deep dive (laughs) i was like oh my god who is this woman i don't know but the craziest thing is it was in the guardian and then this other guy wrote a review known for being like pretty much trash though that's the great i don't no, the Guardian's one of the more the Guardian and the Times of London are the two more respectable oh, they UK are? papers. I the Guardian it's, like basically drove it, Meghan Markle out of like the UK. It's the, the Sun and the Mirror, the tabloid stuff oh, is way more aggro. Okay, well let's focus on the good ones. You got some really great reviews though. Well, yeah, but I was gonna say the craziest thing is one of the nicest reviews I got was from someone else at the Guardian. So there's two Guardian reviews, one glowing, one abhorrent. She probably read the glowing one and thought it would be really hip to be I was like, did they used to fuck? That was my thought. I was like, did these guys used to fuck? And like, she's like angry at him. So she wrote like a spite review to get back at him. It was very weird. She just thinks it's edgy to be like, everyone thinks this, so I'm going to think that. But for like a woman to call another woman loud is like, that just feels like a violation or something. That's like you're breaking girl code. Also, like, like you're on a TV show, you're not going to be like, hello, welcome to my show. (laughs) (laughs) It's not fucking ASMR, bitch. Are you picking me up? Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, okay, well, so that's it. So in conclusion, I feel like Smith Smith Jarrett. Okay, the last question is. Yes. um, Did you enjoy, did did you get to feel proud of yourself? Um, yeah, no. I mean, no. I don't okay, think, well, I, I'm I don't think I'm you. capable of feeling proud. I don't. Can really, you feel James? proud? Is there self pride? Is there, there self like? I think there's like there's self love, but is there self pride? Is self pride yeah. real? Yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah, really I definitely don't. don't have that. <laughs> you work so hard. Really, just for working so hard. I never have that. 
I'm not trying to be modest. I genuinely don't think I have that. I mean, I have self-like. I believe you don't have that, but I, I'm sad because you, you should, because you work really hard. I think that the element that I'm proud of, there's one element that I'm proud of, which is I like that. I feel like I'm proud of myself for trying to conquer the reality space because I don't think it has a great history. I think a lot of people either like hate watch it or don't watch it at all. Wow. I watched so much of it. (laughs) No, of course. Same. But like, well, actually, it's not true. I don't really watch that much of it. But but I, I don't know. I'm like I'm I'm I feel like proud of myself for conquering it like in that way and like trying to do something cool with it. Cause I, I don't think that that happens often. I think that there's been some amazing reality TV, but I also oh, there has so much of it. Yeah. And also I think people, people really love it. I mean, like, love it. I also it. think that there's like the absolute, like appealing to our basis, basest instincts, reality TV show, like love Island. But then there's like really skill based, really talent based, you know, like project runway and Love top chef and people who are the best top at what they great. do. Yeah. Yeah. So I think there's a lot of like queer eye. I mean, I think there are shows where it's not just like, I got my tits done. I'm 22 and I'm like ready to fuck on camera. You know what I mean? <laughs> Which is like most of them, you know? Well, I will say queer eye was the first show to make me feel optimistic about what you can do with reality TV. It's the best TV. It's so feel good. Yeah, it's so feel good. And like, I definitely was a huge inspiration for my show. And I really, I think before Queer Eye or before Netflix really started kind of taking over reality TV, like with Love is Blind and stuff, like before all of those shows came out, it was kind of a lot of my reality reference was from like TLC, which Mm -hmm. was like kind of this weird, it was just like kind of weird like, like the weirdest skin diseases. Yeah, exactly. One of my like favorites. it was yeah. <laughs> I love that one. But no, they actually do have the pimple popper, I think, on no, TLC. No, they have a lot of very um But then they also stuff. have like the yeah, duggers, yeah. so it kind of has this like right like red state leaning right, right. bend to it because like I mean, I love the duggers on like just sort of like I'm fascinated them. by them. Uh what did you say? I don't know them. Oh, that's um, 19 Kids and Counting or whatever Wait, number they they're up to. they have 19 children? This woman has had... Oh, yeah. It's a really long-running show. And now... How does this the, woman her, not just pee her pants? Like her I mean, I, I don't know. She honestly... <laughs> no, she, I, don't, I don't even know if she pees. I think, like, it's just... I think it's, like, your 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 reflow is just, like... Just, it's I mean, just, like, eroded at this oof. point. And then I... But, so maybe you'd never have to piss again, honestly, which is kind of chill. But um, I think that... Uh, that show, those kids got, they grew up. And so now they have, they're having children and then they have spinoff shows. That's like a sci-fi, like. It is, it is. Yeah, it's, it's like, like Village of the like, Damned. Truly like growing up in television for forever. No, but not they even literally, like, yeah. they did. Yeah. And they have millions and millions of followers. And it's just like so interesting because it's just like, oh, a camera crew just like came in and followed our family. We didn't do anything. What if at the end of the night, the camera crew leaves and they just like are shivering in their beds? They're like. Yeah, I, honestly, I am sure what if they, they all, saw... What if they all just freeze the moment the camera crew leaves and they just hold until they're back the next day? <laughs> they, like, don't know what to do. They're like, I have to use the bathroom. Like, shit, is, it, is it safe? <laughs> is it safe? Wow, that's so crazy. Oh, Jamie. my God, that shit is funny. Anyways, you should watch that show, though. It's really, it's really interesting. Okay. Yeah, and they're like super religious and it's just yeah, it's a it's a real window into a different world. 
Um, but anyways, yeah. Okay. So who are you this week, Rose? I would say I am a classic Carrie. Um, I'm Carrie when she finished her book. Oh, I love where this is headed. Yeah, I just finished a draft, like a very, very solid draft of a new television show that I wrote. And I'm really proud of it. And it took a lot of work. And I just sent it to a, a very small, select few people just to get some notes. Um, Good. But yeah, I feel like that feeling like, of course, you know, there's always tweaks you make. and But it's also like out of your hands for a minute, which is a nice feeling of like it's off your plate. I literally have just been working on it that's the for best. hours every day. And so I, I, I that's when I know that I have to give it off to someone else because I was like, my eyes can't see anything new now. Yeah. Like, But I just feel really good. I mean, it's like I sent it out yesterday and there's like that feeling of excitement and also like insanity. Like I felt so crazy yesterday when I sent it off, you know, when you just work really hard on something, I'm sure you felt that way when maybe at some point when you finish shooting the show or when you finish sure. writing a book or a script and you're just kind of like, you're almost like, I don't even know what to do right now. Like yeah. there's in a good way. It's just, sure. it's, you know, um, so I feel excited and a little like, you know, just on to the next, but also taking the weekend to be like, okay, you just finished a script, you know? Yeah. But yeah, I'm excited about it. That's great. Mm -hmm. I'm excited for you. That's a Thanks, great girl. feeling. Mm -hmm. So dare we get, we have a kind of a funky, oh, unusual, we have a funky fun episode. Yeah. Created by and devised by the one and only Skylar Hanrath. Skylar Hanrath. Give it up and, for him. And our beloved Ooh. listeners. Yeah. And our beloved listeners. Thank you guys for submitting your questions today. We are doing a mailbag episode, as they say. So we have a bunch of questions from you guys listening to the pod and we are going to answer as many as we can. Uh, Jamie, would you like to kick us off with the first question? Yep, 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 yep. Okay, so this was submitted by Halvery Heather. Okay, my question is about the fashion. What was your favorite look or ensemble from each of the core four over the course of the series? We decided we don't know if we can do it for all of them, so we're just going to share memorable looks. You know the one that pops into mind immediately for me? Please. And it's it's super deep cut. Okay. Okay. It's when I think Miranda looks her absolute most beautiful. Oh. And it's a very specific moment. It's in the episode where Robert, the hot doctor, mm -hmm. is um, in the stairwell and she passes him. And it's like after she's back together with Steve and she's wearing this like really cool, like, like almost like an olive green plaid. I might be misremembering it, but I just no, I think remember you're right. it being, there was like a really cool like plaid skirt. It was this was a very like woolly outfit, like very fall fashion. Mm -hmm. And there's something about the green and her hair so red and like I don't know. She just looks like luminous. It's like the hottest Miranda. Her red hair is like such a like secret weapon for the show. Like because <sighs> totally. so many of her looks are just like played in contrast to that shock of red hair, which is so great. Yeah. Yeah. She has a great look. I yeah, love the way stunning. she looks. Yeah. She's just like I could just watch her forever. Yeah, she has. She's the full package. I mean, she's the kind of actress where like if you're a writer or director, you're like, oh, my God. Yes. Yeah. I'm excited to see her acting now. I can't wait to see her on the new show. Oh, it'll be the best. 
Wait, what are the looks that you remember? You know what I thought, Carrie? I think Carrie looks stunning, like, in everything. Um, But my favorite, like, the fashion choices that pop into my head are, remember that episode where she's a model running down the runway? Yes. I don't like the outfit they put her in, but I like the dress she rips that she can't wear. She tries on another dress first that's a gorgeous floor-length, Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Um, oh, the Valentina. Dolce Gabbana. Is it Dolce Gabbana? Yes. And it, yes. It and it's floral her, and fitted. Yeah. 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 And yeah, something yeah, yeah, happened yeah. either. She was wearing, something happened. She ripped it. And then they put her in what I thought was like a really trashy looking outfit. I think another, I think another model takes it. Like there's yeah, another. another... So, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yep. Yeah. But I thought that that was like her, but also I just really thought that was like a stunning dress and looked great on her. I also think that Carrie looked amazing in the nude dress. That's just like super. I was just thinking about that dress. I thought that's a really flattering. Oh, I love when she wears like little naked dresses. Yeah. I think that's really, really flattering. Me too. And I think it's so cool. There's something so sexy to me about having that little like naked slip of a dress and then throwing like a big fur coat over it. It's like, not that I want people to wear fur i'm not endorsing that but but if you're going to wear a lot but of if it, you're going yeah. to make sure it's huge make sure so many animals died for it and also make sure that it almost looks like you're wearing nothing underneath yeah. i also <laughs> thought everything she wore in paris was stunning like right well off the they knew what they were doing they went out with a real bang there i feel like that fashion was so memorable it's almost it's almost outweighing my ability to even think of any other fashion on the show. Yeah, I thought that that outfit, the, the, the double stripes, that outfit oh, where I mean, she please. feeds the dog and she's wearing this like beautiful red dress. She looks amazing in those episodes. Uh, yeah, the Chanel dress with the million layers where she's just like gazing out the window waiting for him to come back to the hotel so they can finally like fucking eat. Yeah. <laughs> so that he, she can see him for the first time in the city she moved to with him. I can't even think of anything for Charlotte because she wears the same thing all the time. She's always wearing these really like sweet little floral kind of like midi dresses that are strap thin straps. I mean, it's fine. It's just not like no, it's not. It's not super memorable. Although she did wear that Prada skirt with the lip 
the the lips all over it. Do you remember that? It was like pleated. I don't remember that one. It was kind of like a famous skirt. It was like ple- a sort of to the knee, maybe a little, maybe more like T-length. And it was pleated. And it had like mouths all over it. Hmm. Was that kind of a big deal when it came out? Was everyone yeah. talking about it? Maybe it was lipstick. It might have been lipstick. That oh, yeah, was something mouth-related. I found it. Okay, okay. Yeah, so she wore the lipstick skirt. The only outfit I can even picture Charlotte wearing is, I think, in the first episode where she, like, doesn't go home with a guy because she wants to be a good girl or something. Oh, my God. I know exactly. It's so 90s. Yeah, it was, like, brown. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a floor-length brown gown. <laughs> is it, like, yeah. a UPS uniform? <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't good. And then everything I think of when I think of Samantha is just like a blazing pink, like, you know. Yeah, shoulder pads green. for days. Yeah. yeah. I it, it's always like, I know her fashion is kind of nauseating. It looks cheap, too. I mean, it looks like Forever 21. It's like very crunchy. It's interesting that they're like, like Samantha's like sort of like the sex pot. And it's like she's just always wearing like pantsuits. I do think she looks really, I think she has a really cool look in that. Um, episode where they like smoke weed at the bar. Um, yes, where she's like kind of like Joan Jet looking. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. that's really, really cool. Yeah, that that was really actually fashion wise. That episode, I thought they all looked banging because Charlotte, yeah, and that was after she told off Billy at bed. Oh, right, that's fine. And she was wearing that like, like Carrie was wearing that like kind of kooky toga thing, and then like Charlotte had wavy hair. And Miranda was in her skinny jeans. And then, yeah. And then Samantha was like wearing, yeah, like rocker clothes. It was just kind of like, yeah, it was just a cool look. Everyone looked cool. I have an honorable mention for, oh, I can take my worst look. Please. Oh, my God, please. Anything with a tiny hat, I'm assuming. <laughs> um, okay, I have a couple of worst looks and then I have a, just a, an honorable mention look. Okay. Okay, there's one look I'll never forget because I just remember being like, okay, I know this is a television show. I know it's not real life. But there is an episode where Carrie walks Aiden's dog and she's wearing six inch red pumps. Oh, yeah, that is so infuriating. And like a tiny like butt shorts and like this sexy top. And I'm like, you can't walk. You can't walk in those shoes, period. Yeah. You're going to like die. Yeah. Clip clop the dog. (laughs) You're not walking the dog. Yeah, yeah, you're like barely moving down one block. So I no. thought that was just one of the funniest outfits where she was like, I'm, it was the costume designer has a sense of humor. They were, they were playing against Carrie being like, I don't like the woods. I don't like dogs. I'm a city girl. So yes, it was yes. totally tongue in cheek. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And also like then he then the dog runs away and then she has to like run in heels. Am I remembering that yes, correctly? She definitely yes, does. Yeah, she loses the dog. Yeah. That is such hell. I would just take off my shoes and like risk getting hepatitis. Oh, you would definitely <laughs> immediately have to get your feet cut off. Like. Yeah, I'd, I'd cut off my feet, but I'm not running in heels. <laughs> no. Um, no. I also thought that like one of the worst, there's two terrible outfits that I can remember. Um, okay. Long cargo shorts with ribbons on it and like a newsboy. <laughs> you know how I feel about that one. Did you like that one? <laughs> you know how I feel about that one, Rose, because I told you that I went out and bought. Oh, I didn't buy the news hat, but I went out and Urban Outfitters had knockoffs of those pants and I bought them and they were very flattering. And I also wore them with a neon pink bra and a white shirt over it. So you could see the bra the way you always see Carrie's bra. I actually feel like you could still pull off a white shirt and a neon pink bra. I feel like. You, oh, that absolutely. Would, that I love that look. Yeah. I, think I, I look great Well, not you. just me. I just think that's like a good look in general. 
It's great. I, I um, love when bras show through, as long as they're not like barfy beige. No, totally. Oh, God. <laughs> it's like your workman's bra. <laughs> the one that's just there to do a job. Yeah, the sturdy one. Yeah, I hate that bra. I, hate that I don't bra. know why that makes me laugh so hard. <laughs> the idea of a workman's bra. It is. We all have it. It's oh really gross. Oh, my God. Most of my bras are that. I mean, I literally haven't put a bra on in about... 13 months but what about boob sweat um i have smaller boobs than you so i don't really have to like deal with them oh okay um okay the other outfit that i hate is when she wears um a crop top a low skirt and then a belt in the middle of her stomach (laughs) i hated that i fucking hated that i'm so glad you brought that up i almost forgot it Oh, that is actual hell. No, points to Patricia Field for like taking a giant swing, but it's definitely like like, you don't need pants to have a belt. (laughs) Honestly, shocking. You just need a torso. Can you imagine how uncomfortable it would be to be like walking around on a hot day and just have like a leather belt on? (laughs) It's actually hell. It's like a noose. Yeah. So um, that's a noose for your waist. Yeah. Do you guys have any hates? Hates? Um... Oh God! Miranda had uh, a thousand hates the whole first season. In the beginning, it was terribly. it was it was pretty rough. Yeah, <sighs> hates. I mean, yeah, I don't know. What do you think, Sky? There are some wild ones. I remember. Do you remember when the episode where Miranda and Carrie go to try on a wedding dress because it's like a fun idea, and and yeah. Carrie ends up having the the breakdown when she sees herself in the wedding dress. Right. The outfit that Carrie's wearing when they like meet the woman who they're gonna like coordinate getting the dress from is insane it's like this like what is pastel it? i have to send it to you because like you have to i can't believe you remember this Skyler. i can't believe it it's well, incredible I've, I've seen this one like reposted on twitter a bunch too because i think oh, it's like kind of like okay. a legendary it's like the most hated i think it's Wait. up there yeah okay i have to see this I'll, are you putting it. it in the chat okay yeah, great yeah. i need to know you mentioned it before. They love putting a tiny hat on their characters. Oh, I mean, the tiny hats were, yeah. Was... Talk to the side. Yeah. Bobby pinned. Okay, let's move on to another question. Okay, so Maya Maharaj, one of our fave listeners. Yes, she's an OG. She's an OG. We love her. Love you, Maya. Love you, Maya. She says, OMG, I was hoping you guys would do something like this. You guys spoke in depth about how Sex and the City is a show about interpersonal relationships. So my question is, what is something or things important you think the viewers can take away from Sex and the City in regards to interpersonal relationships, relationships to ourselves, et cetera? That's a good Mm, question. Love that. Okay, so then she says, oop, I have a second question. People always complain about the men on the show being ugly. If you guys could recast any of the men on the show, which actors would you pick and why? Oh, these are two question. really fun questions. Okay, so we'll deal with part A first. Yeah, what do you think? Well, what did you learn from the show? What's the takeaway? I think the show has a couple of really good themes that are relevant forever, which is you can't just depend on one person for all your happiness. I think the fact that there's four of them is a really big deal mm-hmm. and that they have partners and a group of friends. I think that in real life, just having a partner is not enough. Like, mm-hmm. Even if you have an awesome partner and you have a great relationship, I do think that it takes a village to take care of each other. So I think they really demonstrated that well, that like it wasn't just about finding a guy. It was also having a tribe. So I think a community is really important to happiness and being well balanced. And yeah, I I think that we need more than one person to fulfill our needs. Like, I don't Mm. think it can just be your partner. I love that. I mean, I yeah, that's sort of. 
Yeah. I'm going to answer the second question, which is if we could recast any of the men on the show, which actors would we pick and why? Yes. I, I would put a Chris Messina in there somewhere. I love him. Messina would have been so fun. He's so hot. He's so funny. He could also play an asshole, so he'd fit right in. Um, but he also could play like a sensitive type. He could he could potentially be big. I'm not going to lie. I think he He'd could be, be so really likable, though. Yeah, but I think he could play like dickhead a little bit. And it would hurt so bad when he hurt her because he's so likable that it would like, you know what I mean? It's like when a nice person like does something bad and you're just like, it just like rattles you. That's what I think it would be with him. It would I be feel like, like Jamie has such a type for guys. It's like <laughs> five, nine dark hair. Kind oh, of don't know. muscular. Literally. <laughs> I, li- I like one type of person. Yes. <laughs> I found the Carrie photo. I put it in the chat. But also. Oh, oh my God. I'm so excited. I, I confused who you were talking about with Chris Messina. I thought you meant Chris Maloney. And I was like. Who? Okay. That is hilarious. Also not bad. He's fabulous. Oh, he's, he's so yeah. funny. And he, he can also turn on insane rage like nobody's business. Yes, he would be really funny. For those of you who don't know who Chris Messina is or who Oh don't my know god, him, sorry. I just saw the belt around yeah. the torso. Don't know him by name. He was in the Mindy Kaling show and he played mm, the yeah. love interest. He was so wonderful. I would love to see Oh my god, this would be such a different show. But I thought I think to this day the hottest actor of all time is a younger Daniel Day-Lewis in the eighties and nineties. He was just like fucking gorgeous. He might be too much of a serious actor for that show, but I would love to have him. I would have loved him to be one of the boyfriends. Mm. I also, he would have been a fun Alexander. Like, Oh, you're right. That level of crazy, like pathos and like, Oh, that's fun. Intensity. You know who else? I think, I think Brad Pitt could have been a great Smith. I agree. Oh, Pitt, yeah. Because Pitt was on Friends around this period. So, like, he was, like, he could have right. definitely been in the mix. TV. Yeah. I also like in that film on Louise, that, like, dumb, yeah. hot, Kimbo-type guy yeah. who totally nails. Yeah. Oh, my God. You know who could totally play Steve, even though I like Steve better, is Dave Schwimmer. Dave Schwimmer. It's a really interesting choice. <laughs> it makes me laugh a lot. Don't you think? Not at all. I cannot at all see it, but it, I would He's love so to see it. I like Schwimmer it. in the mix for sure. I love but a I Schwimmer. I don't know Steve. Wait a minute. What if Carrie dated Seinfeld? <laughs> what if Carrie dated George? What if, <laughs> what if Carrie dated George? Yeah. Oh no. You know what they would have? George would be Harry. Yeah, George would be Harry. Hair, yeah, that would have been. They used to do so many more like crossover episodes and I would have loved to have seen a Seinfeld Sex in the City episode. But Jerry would totally, Carrie would date Jerry because he's kind of cocky and kind of full of <gasps> himself and rich. I just thought of a really fun episode idea and I, I don't know why I love it so much, but Tell I me. do. Okay. Okay. We were I asked want... to pitch episode ideas. Okay. Oh, okay. So this answers another user question or user question, <laughs> listener question. Um, okay. So yeah, I would love an episode where they're all dating. Like four just like ugly ass dudes. Interesting. And they're like all. De- I would love where they're all dealing with the same problem. Like it so and happens is it that they're having all- great sex, but they're like, oh my god, I'm embarrassed to bring him around. Maybe, yeah. Like maybe they're all embarrassed for the other people to meet their dude, and they're all keeping their dudes from each other. And then like I don't really know. You know, I haven't really, I haven't really, we haven't broken. Planned, I haven't really mapped out the beats yet. But I like the idea that they're all suffering from the same problem because that if never they all happens. Were secretly dating the same guy, and they had no idea. 
Oh, that is That's fabulous. That's a really fun premise. Oh my God, it's a great premise. That'd be such a like wacky. Pass them around. Noises off. That would also ball. be like, that would be a good one for the reboot too, because I I feel like there's such a um, they haven't seen each other in a while, you or even if just two of them, even if two of them were dating the same guy, yeah, maybe four is too crazy. Well, four is crazy. Two of them are dating them, and Samantha's fucking them. But also, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but also, like dudes are just people who are dating now in general, like juggling different relationships, just like via their phone and and only seeing like really scheduling out dates like far in advance to like make it work. That feels like something that could be explored in the current version. I love that. Wait, I want to see an episode where Carrie is dating a guy with kids and she has to be a stepmom to a teenage girl. Oh, I love that. Oh, that'd be fun. And the girl's like, your outfit is so stupid. You know, just a really bitchy teenage girl that like hates her and thinks she's like really behind on the times. Yeah, that's really fun. And see her trying to be maternal, which she's not. (laughs) Well, also just seeing Carrie's like, sense of like self-possession and like sense of being cool like getting just completely dismissed down a few pegs yeah Mm -hmm. just another generation feels like such a fun dynamic i really like that um okay so next we have this is from the linda meyer at the linda meyer which platonic or romantic couple at any point in the series core four or otherwise do you think had the most chemistry on screen let's also do least because oh sure Least would be, I mean, Aiden. Yeah, I would say yeah. that's definitely up there. I actually don't see a lot of chemistry between Harry and um, Charlotte. Oh, I do. Oh, no, I don't. Well, I do. I, do. I don't and I do. I don't see it, but I feel, I feel it. I fill in the blanks for myself that it's really okay. cute. And you know what I'm basing that on, Rose? The only thing I'm, I'm taking the tiniest moment and then like extrapolating it um, is when they walk to Tasty Delight. I don't remember what happens. Yeah, yeah, That's literally all they do. They just walk to Tasty Delight and he kind of like throws his arm around her and like kisses her on the cheek in a really sloppy way and she kind of laughs and like, it was just cute. And then I kind of just took that and that's like, because she didn't, she's not like funny with him. Like they don't like make each other laugh. But they are cute together. They you are know, cute. You know what I think is my issue is mm. I'm tidy. I'm clean. I like things nice. Um, and he really turns me off because he has bad manners and like puts his balls everywhere. Yeah, yeah like the way he eats. And so for me, it's like <laughs> honestly impossible for me to even be excited about him. Sadly, I know he's a fan favorite. No, he is. And like, honestly, that's a really good point because I am a real manners person and I get really turned off by stuff, especially early in a relationship. Like you are walking on thin ice, buddy. Like guilty until proven innocent. But I also think Jamie, the stuff that he does is not like you'd have to be OCD to be bothered by. It's gross. No, that's my point. I'm not OCD. And I'm like, I would be horrified. Honestly, like him having sauce in his face, like like not knowing. Like, no, it's that kills me. Like you have fucking wing sauce and you don't feel it on your face. That's like, no, No. I would walk. I would walk. I'm going to say no on that. I think the least amount of chemistry is Stanford and that guy. He's a model boyfriend. I mean, yeah, he's he's like a cyborg. I don't even know what that he's just like a hot, quiet person. Yeah. And Stanford is so self-deprecating. It's just kind of like, yeah, I think the best chemistry on. Okay. Are you going to stop? Stop. Stop. Don't say it. We're going to say it at the same time. I think we know what it is. Okay. One, two, three. Three. Mitzi Miranda and, Steve. and that guy. <gasps> <laughs> Who? Mitzi and Nathan Lane. 
Oh, okay. Okay. Wow. Okay. Wow. You think so more than Miranda and Steve? No, of course Miranda and Steve. Yeah, are the best Miranda country. and Steve. Their sex scenes are like actually hot. I think. Oh they, my god. No, they like fuck. No, you they can fuck. Tell that there's something there. No, they have excellent chemistry. They always. Oh have. my god. I think they actually had sex just like for fun, like on set one day or something. I love a guy with juicy thighs. I feel like Steve has a great body. Steve has a really good body. Mm-hmm. No, they by far have the best chemistry. I think. Yeah. He's also like, he just seems like he's up for it all the time. Like, I feel like. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better and dating safer. They've changed so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. <laughs> he doesn't really like... I don't feel like Steve ever, like... Gets tired. I don't, think, I don't think he gets tired. I don't think he ever, like, taps out. No, I think that he, like, dicks her down and gets her, like, the best O's. Yeah, he digs her down. That's the whole thing on their honeymoon where it's like, he loves to fuck. And Randa actually gets, like, a little... She has enough with him. Like, because remember on their honeymoon, he's like, they're having sex four yeah. times a day. I'm trying to think who else Carrie had good chemistry with. I feel like weirdly, even though he ended up being mentally unstable, I kind of felt like there was a sexy vibe between her and David Duchovny. Ugh. You didn't like it? I hated it. What, what I hate t- everything. I hated everything about him, them, that storyline. I hate that storyline. Which, which side boyfriends do you think she had? Some, oh, like, okay. That's legit, a fun question. Steamy. Like, you're like, oh, these actors are really enjoying this. I was kind of into Bon Jovi. Totally. I felt that. I still think that um, the early Justin Theroux. Oh, Ju- Justin. Th- yeah, 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 yeah. Even Justin though, like, Theroux. he has all these, like, weird Oedipus mommy issues. But, like, I still think that they were, like, because just because the, they're two good actors on screen, I think they just had like chemistry on screen. Yeah. Together. You know who had great chemistry with Samantha and Richard? Mm-hmm. They're very complimentary types. Yeah, they're very they re- that was really good casting, really good casting. And then I also think Carrie and Berger had great chemistry. They did. Like, I really bought she, Berger was so, sort of similar to Thoreau, I think. I think they were. Yeah, they were both writers, I think. Yes, he was a poet and. Then Berger's a novelist. Yeah. I love the episode where Carrie's like making out with like a 19 year old or something like straight out yeah. of high school. Oh, yeah. And they get stoned <laughs> without a Lance Morissette. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Where she's skeptical about the existence of bi people. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Okay, so. Um, okay. I'm going to go to pick. Oh, I like this one. Um, okay. So Super Duper Jam says, do you think the core four would do well today in the age of di- digital dating? What social media uh, or dating apps do you think each gal would prefer to use to meet men? Super Love Duper that. Jam. What a cool question. Really cool question. I feel like Samantha would like completely lie on her profile and say that she was like 36, even though she's mm. like in her mid 40s. Um, and I think she would put like lots of really I think Samantha would definitely be on Tinder. I think she would. Put- well, this is my theory. 
she would tell everyone she's on Tinder, but it's like a secret that she actually like met the man of her dreams on Plenty of Fish. <laughs> <laughs> on Match. Um, yeah, I think Samantha would have really sexy pictures. And I think Samantha would love, I think Samantha would love that app. I think early Samantha seasons one through five would just kill it on online dating. Yeah, I think she'd be ch- chatting with a lot of people at once. Do you think the other girls would like online dating? Oh, Miranda would hate it, of course. I think Carrie couldn't do it because she's just not a worker fucking phone. She's like, she's technologically challenged. She can't do anything. She doesn't like email. That's In the movie, true. she doesn't understand how email works. She, yeah, she like. She would try it and write about how much she hated it. Yeah. Charlotte, I feel like Charlotte would be good on like, what are the more like respectable J-Date. ones? Like, yeah, exactly. Like, or like yeah, Bumble Charlotte, or like. Yes, I think. She would hinge. be on the league. She would be on the league, the league, which is for people that went to Ivy Leagues. Yes. Yeah. Oh, is that what the league means? Yeah, That's the league is the it. Ivy. Yeah, but you can just easily do it. I was on it. Yeah. That's horrifying. Yeah. So she would be on one where you have to pay. <laughs> That's your thing is like we you have to have gone to an Ivy. Like I know. you're really limiting yourself. It's just corny. I know you can't date anybody from Sanford then. It's a nightmare. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The hotties at University of Chicago are out. Right. I feel like there would be an episode of like Carrie um, matching with a guy. He's so cute in his pictures. He has a great job. Their texting is amazing. He's so handsome. And then she meets him and he has like a horrible voice. Like a really high voice. (laughs) Horrible voice is so funny. (laughs) She's like, oh my God. Who Who would get catfished? Who's like the most likely to like fully oh. buy into someone oh of course charlotte yes that's true oh yeah. charlotte she'd yeah be like it's he's a doctor he went to this she'd meet him and he's really cute and he was like i thought you knew i was kidding no i'm i'm like right. i worked at a grocery store or something yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah that's right you're right charlotte would get fucked over there yeah i think that the only person that would love using it is samantha yeah i really don't think carrie could handle it samantha I don't think, would be I don't like think. ass delivered to your door <laughs> <laughs> Carrie would be like, she'd be like, as a New Yorker, I like to walk down the street and meet people. Yeah. At a local coffee place or whatever. Yeah. Also, I feel like there could be a fight because I, I feel like um, Samantha might like meet a guy, like meet her like Grubhub delivery person. <laughs> and but then she would lie and be like, I did meet him on the apps. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> like so a funny. food app. <laughs> oh, you know what? There would be an episode where somebody was. Carrie was helping someone scroll and then she would see her current boyfriend on the apps. Yes. Yeah. That would be great. That is a great, oh, that is so good. Yeah. And she'd be like, oh, wait a minute. I thought we were, are we a fish? I guess we're not because he's still on them. Yeah. Or, or, or Charlotte being like, when are we going to have the talk to get off the apps? Yeah. Ooh, I love that. Getting off the apps talk. That fully feels like a question of the episode sort of thing where it's like, when, when When is it? it? Yeah. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how many of the things we're talking about they're going to include in the next round. Yeah. Well, we'll submit this. We'll send it in. Yeah, that we they should. I think this will be helpful. Yeah, I do too. Um. Okay. Great Johnston said, "Team SJP or Team Catral? More seriously, does the external drama that broke out affect your viewing of the show?" If anything, it makes me more impressed with how amazingly talented they are because you Agreed. don't get a whiff of it on the show. And I I want to be clear, Gray Johnston, I look for it. I am dying to find the moments where like even a glimmer of they don't get along. There's nothing. It's like it's error proof. Yeah, they're great actors. They're really professional and they really let it all on the side. So I think 
impressive how they were able to, you I mean, know. It's, it's, it's incredible. Team SJP or Kim Cattrall? Um, I would say SJP because, and this isn't who I think is a better actress or more talented, but ostensibly this was a power battle between the two of them, which is why they didn't get along. And even though every member of the core four yeah. is an essential part of the show, it is Carrie's show. She's the center of it. It's her face. It's she's the protagonist. There's no doubt about it. So if there is going to be a power battle, then SJP should be the winner. I'm sorry, but Samantha is not the main character. I, I, I understand that. I don't really know the ins and outs of what exactly happened, but I do. Agree. I think I agree. I think that's where I stand. I mean, I don't know what happened either, but if it is a power battle of like, I want my name on this, I want my face on this. Yeah. I think it's Carrie's show. It's a show about Carrie and her friends. It's not a show about Samantha and her friends. So, right. That's, yeah. And I also think that... I would love a Samantha show. Yeah. And I also think that Carrie is more indispensable to the show. Of course. She's also like, yeah, you're looking at everything sort of through her eyes, even though it's an ensemble. And that's not even because Kim Cattrall isn't as good. It's that... Every character besides Carrie, because she's the main character, is a little more cartoony than her because your main character is always like the least kind of cartoony. It's like the more grounded, sober, straight man. And so if you just had the cartoony side characters, it would be a little hard to get that into. You know what I mean? Right. Um, Okay. I'm going to answer one. Okay. That we all answer. Pip says, will the three of you do another podcast after this, even if it's just a conversation on different topics or what is going on in your lives? I hope so. Aside from talking about SATC, I love the dynamic you all have. I feel like I'm amongst my three good friends when I listen to your podcast. Um, I love you guys and I love this podcast. It has been a source of relief and entertainment during this crazy time. I'm going to miss this podcast so much. Pips, thank you for the beautiful message. We will absolutely be continuing. We are. We're keeping it close to the vest chest. I don't know what the word is on that one. Is it vest or the chest? Vest, the vests on our chest. The yeah, vests that are our on chest our chest. Vests. Vests. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yes, never fear. Uh, Jamie, Skylar and I are not going anywhere. Yes. And that is all we can say at this time. But it is, we've got it under control. Fear not. We're not going to leave you guys. And that we will not abandon our sexy mailbag episode. Oh my God, that was so fun. Maybe we should do another one. We have so many good questions. I don't hate it. Okay, it is time for our final segment. I'm horny for. Sex in the City is obviously a very horny show. So we end each episode by sharing what we are currently horny for. Rose, what are you horny for? You better say the wedding coach. Just kidding. Well, I was going to say the wedding coach. <laughs> I'm horny for two things. Number one, The Wedding Coach on Netflix, which is my new favorite reality show. Obviously, I watch a ton of reality. Jamie is so cute and the couples are so sweet and the the comedic rotating hosts are hilarious. It's literally like just the end of the day, exactly what I want to watch. And I was so happy Mm. to watch it last night. So that's a no brainer. Um, my second horny four is um, I read my New Yorkers cover to cover and I read an unbelievable <gasps> fiction piece hmm. by a Native American writer named Sterling Holy White Mountain. And the piece is called Featherweight. And it is like an amazing oh, I want to read voice. It. It's just really sexy, really cool. You just get right into it. I can't wait to read everything this guy has written. And um, if you love great fiction with like a real fucking voice and style, then please check it out. It's sexy. It's funny. It's amazing. 
That's great. I, yeah. I always listen and read everything you say I should read and listen to. So yay. Back at you. Yeah, you'll love it. Jamie, what are you horny for? Um, I am horny for the wedding coach. Now it's on Netflix. Ah, and I am also horny for well, I bought a purse. <gasps> yay. I'm horny for my new purse. What does it look like? Do you have it like right on hand? I want to see it. I mean, you just fucking show, Come here, show you. you better buy a purse. So I bought, I, w- I was such an impulse purchase. Great. I'm feeling really weird about it. Whatever. Well, yeah, I, I was walking. If it's a million dollars, I hope it is. It definitely wasn't. But I was walking by the Chanel store after I got my second shot because I was up in Harlem. So I walked all the way down from Harlem, like on Madison Avenue. Like, so somewhere in the 70s is the wow. Chanel store. So I bought a turquoise <gasps> Chanel purse. Oh my God, it's stunning. It's like and I love beautiful. the chain. And also, yes, I love the chain. And I also love that Chanel bags just last for fucking that ever. And like so good with everything. It's beautiful. It's the most beautiful color. Yeah, I just was like, my, it was the day my show came out. And I was just like, eh, why not? I think it's stunning. And I can't wait it's to see so, it on you. Yeah, I feel. Yeah, it's I'm so horny for it. I'm horny for it, too. I just think it's like I never buy anything with any colors. It's always like black, gray, safety. And yeah, I'm proud of myself for like branching out. See, you you are proud of yourself. It all came back. Oh my god, I am. I am. I'm proud of you anyway, for buying that purse. Thank you. Um, I love you guys. Love you. And thank you for listening. Thank you for all your questions, and we'll see it next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to Couldn't Help a Wonder. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at chbwpod. And follow my co-host, Rose Cerno, on Insta and Twitter at Rose Cerno. And please follow my co-host, Jamie, at ReallyJamieLee on Instagram and at TheJamieLee on Twitter. And please rate, review, subscribe to our show on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app if you're nasty. It helps us. It helps you. It helps everyone. You're nasty. Bye. Bye. Forever. This has been a Forever Dog production, executive produced by Joe Cilio, Alex Ramsey, and Brett Boehm. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcast.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.